It's Thursday, February 8th, 2024, and I'm Dave Sobel. Three things to know today. Google revamps their AI strategy and unveils Gemini Ultra and launches a new Google One tier with enhanced features. Automation Nation 2024 ConnectWise unveils advanced RPA and AI capabilities in Tampa. And JCDC's setback, how conservative scrutiny and internal issues are challenging cybersecurity efforts. This is the business of tech. Today's episode is supported by CoreView. Your customers need your Microsoft 365 expertise, and CoreView has the only M365 management platform designed for MSPs. Manage hundreds of tenants, automate manual tasks, and monitor compliance, all while intelligently comparing to the baseline. With a no-code control approach, CoreView revolutionizes your Microsoft 365 administration. This powerful platform enables automatic reporting and remediation, ensuring optimal performance and security. The best part? You achieve this high level of service without the need for a large workforce, allowing you to focus on growing your business through efficiency. Want to know more? Visit coreview.com MSP and find out more. Today is very much about AI models because everybody made moves. Google is rebranding its AI model BARD as Gemini and launching Gemini Ultra, its most capable large language model. Gemini Ultra will be available through a new $20 Google One tier, including two terabytes of storage and access to Gemini in Google Workspace apps. The company is also launching a Gemini app for Android, and it's bringing it to the Google app in iOS. Gemini Advance, the paid plan, will be available in more than 150 countries and territories, initially in English, with Japanese and Korean coming later. Gemini Ultra 1.0 is a multimodal model that excels in complex tasks and understanding context. The $20 price point puts Google in lines with competitors like Microsoft. This includes upgrades to Google Assistant to leverage Gemini. Microsoft has announced a redesigned look for its Copilot AI search and chatbot experience, a new built-in AI image creation and editing functionality. They've also introduced a new AI model called Dukelian. The redesign includes a cleaner landing page with more white space and a visual carousel of AI-generated images. The company aims to position Copilot as a creative tool for content creation in film, TV, video gaming, and entertainment industries. The AI image generation features are currently available in select countries, and Microsoft will also have a Copilot AI ad during the Super Bowl. OpenAI's image-generated DALI 3 will add watermarks to image metadata using Coalition for Content Provenance and Authenticity Standards, or C2PA. The watermarks will be visible and include a CR symbol in the top left corner of each image, The watermarks aim to identify the provenance of AI-generated content and will not significantly impact latency or image quality. However, they can be easily removed, and watermarking is not foolproof in preventing misinformation. Meta plans to label Facebook, Instagram, and Threads posts containing AI-generated images. The technical solution for automatic labeling is not yet ready, but Meta will use metadata to identify AI-generated images from various sources. Users can disclose and label AI-generated or digitally altered content 
and penalties may be applied for failure to do so. The move comes after Meta's oversight board put pressure and criticism to its manipulated media policy. Apple has developed a new AI model called MGIE, allowing users to edit images by describing them in plain language. The model, developed in collaboration with the University of California at Santa Barbara, can perform tasks like cropping, resizing, flipping, and adding filters to images based on text prompts. Apple has made the model available for download on GitHub and released a web demo. MGIE can handle various editing aspects, including Photoshop-style modification, global photo optimization, and local editing. Why do we care? Bard didn't last long, now replaced by Gemini. Gemini is across the entire Google suite, similar to Copilot. Depending on your ecosystem, you'll be learning one or both. The Super Bowl ad signifies Microsoft's commitment to making AI a mainstream tool, further cementing its position in the market. Don't be dismissive. This is laying the groundwork for customers to ask. And remember, those questions are sales questions. The other big trend here is watermarks, right on the heels of growing concerns about the authenticity and misuse of AI-generated content. Finally, thinking broadly, MSPs and IT services companies must be versed in the various models available. This is the same relationship that sommeliers have with wine, matching customers' needs and tastes to the right tools and models. Sommeliers are well-trained and well-paid. ConnectWise has announced significant advancements in its robotic process automation solution and ConnectWise Sidekick, leveraging workflows, bots, and artificial intelligence within the ConnectWise ASO platform. These developments streamline the search experience, enhance the onboarding process, address limitations, and streamline device and client management. ConnectWise RPA and AI capabilities were unveiled at the Automation Nation 2024 event in Tampa, Florida. When I asked for further information on Sidekick, ConnectWise noted that more than 80 Sidekick features are now available. Why do we care? Autonomous IT will be the direction. The key takeaway for businesses and IT service professionals is embracing RPA and AI technologies to enhance service delivery. ConnectWise and Atera have the early lead in their AI announcements. I'll tease an episode I'm releasing tomorrow, an interview with TJ Carwall, who has launched Friday AI. He claims to be the first AI-powered MSP and now has a product in the market. It's a different approach. I look forward to your feedback. Let's highlight some reporting in Politico. Due to mismanagement and concerns about conservative blowback, leading experts are stepping back from a government cybersecurity initiative the Joint Cyber Defense Collaborative, or JCDC. The JCDC aimed to enlist private sector hackers to share threats with the government, but participants have reduced their involvement. The initiative is crucial for protecting government and critical infrastructure as Chinese hackers increasingly target American systems. CISA, the agency responsible for cybersecurity, disputes claims of drop-off in private sector participation and emphasizes the importance of the JCDC in addressing hacking threats. However, there are concerns about staffing and slow response times. The conservative backlash against CIS's disinformation work has also impacted the JCDC, leaving participants uncertain about support and expanding conservative scrutiny into cybersecurity efforts. 
Huntress, the managed security platform for SMBs, joined the Joint Cyber Defense Collaborative to provide cybersecurity planning, defense, and response with a press release in January. Huntress has also worked with JCDC on the RMM Cyber Defense Plan. Why do we care? The JCDC's mission to enlist private sector hackers to share threats with the government underscores the role of public-private partnerships in cybersecurity. We should worry if there are issues. Such collaborations are essential for protecting government and critical infrastructures. Mismanagement is one thing. The conservative backlash against CIS's disinformation work impacting the JCDC points to a broader issue where the political climate can influence cybersecurity. That's dangerous, and as an industry, we should be vigilant to stand up to it. Thanks for listening. Today is Fat Thursday, so distinctly a time to indulge. That's the Thursday before Ash Wednesday. I'm going to make the most of it. The weekend bonus episode I mentioned will drop tomorrow. Looking forward to hearing from listeners on that one. I'll be back again on Monday. Got a comment, a question, or a thought on a story? Put it in the comments if you're on YouTube, or reach out on LinkedIn if you're listening to the podcast. I'll talk to you again on Monday. The Business of Tech is written and produced by me, Dave Sobel, under ethics guidelines, posted at businessof.tech. If you like the content, please make sure to hit that like button and follow or subscribe. It's free and easy and the best way to support the show and help us grow. You can also check out our Patreon, where you can join the Business of Tech community at patreon.com slash mspradio, or buy our Why Do We Care merch at businessof.tech. Finally, if you're interested in advertising on the show, visit mspradio.com slash engage. Once again, thanks for listening to me, and I will talk to you again on our next episode of the Business of Tech part of the MSP Radio Network.